Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The The Big Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Ali Stoltz and Paisley Gray... Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> That's right, everyone. I was mouthing all you the words. <laughs> Do you have it memorized? Oh, yeah. Do you I guys want to so. give it a try? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's um, going to be the Amanda? I'll be Amanda. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to turn you, but right before you go, I'm just going to turn you guys down just a, just a hair. Just a hair. Mm. I think I need the first few words of what you say, Maria. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the big ones. Uh-oh, Allie missed it. You have to say the big ones. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to stop and start you until you get it perfect. Okay. Yeah. An oh, acting teacher good. did that to me once with a monologue from Spoon River, and I started crying. And he goes, now you got it. <laughs> I'm already crying. <laughs> I'm emotionally broken down already. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, everyone, and welcome to The, the Big, Big Ones. Each week. Each week. Oh, we God. Discuss- I- Brain-busting moral choices, no. dilemmas, and relationships, no, snafus. No, you're, oh, my God. You're snafus. Really- it's easier when you guys were doing it. And I could, because I hear each, it every each week. week we, we discuss, discuss new ethical, ethical questions, questions, ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be difficult to discuss because they force you to look deep, deep, deep within inside yourself. But are you like, oh, I'm, I missed it. What were you doing? The questions can be difficult to discuss, but they're always fun, fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep within inside yourself. Will you like what you see, Allie Stoltz and Paisley Gray? Wow, I hope that, that didn't everyone, go as well as I thought. Yeah. But I think everyone who's listening right now is saying that out loud with us. Yeah. Well, they're saying something out loud and it's turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So you guys, you know Paisley because she's been on the show before. She was on the robot show. Was, one of my favorite episodes. Right. Is Robbie the robot. And Robbie, it was it was would you let your daughter date? a robot and then we did an improv where you brought Robbie the robot home and Robbie was a beautiful piano player. Uh, oh, that's right. He was. <laughs> he really was. They're still together, my daughter and Robbie. Really? Yeah, they're doing well. That's good to hear. He works on a cruise ship. What? Doing what? The piano. In oh, the lobby. That's so nice. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And does he stay on the boat when they like they they get to port just because yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't need to see all that stuff. He's seen it. It's he, programmed. He's charging. It's a plug-in. He's and, recharging. And yeah. then you guys know Allie because 
Allie's on the pistol shrimps. Yeah. And is- I'm listening every week to this show so people can feel that mm-hmm. probably. I got to take these off. They're freaking me out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Marie's taking her headphones off, but I'm sorry. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Okay. Well, now you're the only one without headphones on. I feel fine. I feel good. Do you do that every week? Sometimes I don't have, sometimes we, we rarely have headphones on, to be honest. Uh, I normally do because I'm normally at the computer yeah. running the session. So that's a lot of responsibility on me. Um, <laughs> well, Robbie's on the computer. Today. Yeah, I wish we Robbie worked here. <laughs> but Allie's on the pistol shrimps with us and Allie's a big fan of the big ones. And yes, Allie was on Late Night Lemonade. Oh, that's my. right. Yes. Which was Amanda well, and my internet T- streaming talk show that could- we had before they were cool yeah oh yeah <laughs> way Ten before years ago. <laughs> you know it was like way before <laughs> it was when they were on <laughs> and so actually ali you were on one of our season finale episodes was oh. it i think so because it was the camp episode yeah. right and so ali because you were a camp counselor right we had you mm-hmm. on to do a fake camp experience on late night lemonade so we got you know did something a little unconventional oh where we all sat around a fake i think instead of a campfire we just had a space heater that we put yeah, in the middle and so then true. we set mm-hmm. blankets around it like we were at a campfire and then ali you want to tell us about the game you led yeah that was insane because we wanted to do a summer camp game so we did the cheeto face famous game where um, amanda picture just entered my head covered her face in shaving cream (laughs) while maria threw cheetos and we saw how many cheetos could stick in a minute and you guys had some really gross um watchers yeah oh yeah they that loved that maria and segment. i always find ourselves accidentally stumbling into these fetishes <laughs> and that was a top fetish yeah. in that year yeah. oh my god okay so there's three at least three different fetish communities we've accidentally oh, hit a nerve on so true. one was the okay so one was the shaving cream on a girl's ah! covering a girl's mm-hmm. face community and having <laughs> cheetos sticking to her face <laughs> the other one was we did this video little mysteries where we got slimed nick Nickelodeon slimed by a slime machine mm-hmm. and apparently there's a whole community out there where people like to watch girls get slimed and yeah. messy girl I think it's all messy girls okay but then the other one that we touched upon was when we used to do tickle time at, oh, on late night mm-hmm. lemonade where uh, oh. a buzzer would go off and I'd have to tickle Maria for a minute <sighs> and then apparently the guys went wild for it so people would always be writing in tickle time tickle time and then they would <laughs> and then <laughs> They would do they would do this one camera angle where it would showed our legs and we call oh. it the perv cam. Oh you guys are such innovators. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That was a good show. Like Paisley, I love it. It was I, a great show. We, yeah, we oh, would yeah. tune in <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Pays and I had like a fetish interaction with the messy girls. Thing. You did? Yeah, do you remember? Oh in college. Yeah. Allie was like the first person on YouTube, I feel. <laughs> Oh my really? god! She, is, you're thinking of something uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the one I'm thinking of is in freshman year. We had a friend, Jared Rodriguez, and his roommate would watch this porn, and it was women whose oh, cars got right. stuck in the mud. <gasps> and then what? The tires would spin. That's pretty much it. It was just sexy women going, uh, uh, getting their tires stuck and like pressing on the gas, and the <laughs> tires are just. 
spinning, spinning, spinning in the mud. And they were just in this driver's seat. Yeah, uh-huh. and then they get out and, go, and like oh try God. and push the car a little bit. And they bit. get all muddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were they, in, yeah. Yeah. were they in clothes? I forgot about that. Yeah, they were clothed. Mm-hmm. They were like Amanda, sexy women. Alec <laughs> <laughs> were Well, there was so... It just felt like it. I think she yeah. was wearing a bathing suit top. Yeah. Okay, so she had just come from the pond. <laughs> the pond? It's a rainy day. Why is it muddy? She's heading out to the pond for a dip. No, she was dipping in the pond. It started raining. She had to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Mm. I've been so there. So what happened with uh, the messy girls? Tell us. Thinking. Say this one, because if it's not what I'm thinking, we have... You go. You go. Um, no, I was thinking, because Allie was truly like the first p- person I know who used YouTube at all, so... We would film stuff all the time with each other, and she would upload just random little things when we would do stuff. And as roommates, we would always prank each other. And oh, our Allie and our other friends would prank me if I we had a it was like a a dorm with a suite with the bathroom in the middle. If I was in the shower, they would come in and pour cups of cold water on me as I was right. taking a shower. Uh, so she uploaded it to YouTube and it had a remarkable <laughs> amount of views. <laughs> you can't see anything. No. It just the title I think was something like Paisley Shower or something. <laughs> All the comments were like, pull back the curtain. <laughs> See, we are all just wanting innocent fun. Yeah. And look what happens. Also, Maria and I took on the gun lobby without unwittingly took on gun owners. But like, on the wrong side. Oh. Well, because we did this episode of Little Mysteries that's on YouTube called Amanda Gets a Gun, where I um I got a gun and <laughs> And it was a real and gun. It, well, it was an airsoft rifle. But it, it shot. anyway, we really upset a lot of gun owners because they were like, this is giving gun owners a bad name because you're showing yourself being really irresponsible with this she gun. She was putting the gun in her mouth. <laughs> she was waving it around. She we didn't load it. But yes, it was a heavy. It was, oh. you know, it had to be purchased in, you know, in Torrance. Torrance. <laughs> oh, yeah that's real yeah so obviously Uh, we all went to college together so that's how we all know each other but we really didn't start i mean we hung out a little bit in college but mostly we became friends again through the pistol shrimp yes Mm -hmm. the game yes the art of the game the art of the game yeah that's right well we're so excited to have you guys here because we know your fans and it's so nice to have people on that listen to the show oh yeah yeah it's like seeing i went and saw csi being filmed once in high school and I'm getting a lot of same feelings. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing the room here. Oh my god. <laughs> it's very CSI vibe. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the, like the, the chalk outline is amazing in <laughs> here. So, you guys know the drill? Do you guys oh, yeah. have a little big one? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um it's a little bit hot topic maybe in the climate, current climate mm. of today, but we wanted to get go there. Yeah, oh, it might it might sound more on a macro level, but I think we kind of all deal with this with family members and maybe we're all afraid maybe it'll happen to us as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm ready <laughs> tell, for it. Tell me what I'm afraid of. Um, okay. So the, the general idea is, is it moral or right to have one political belief in your younger age uh, and then change when you're older? For example, be liberal, be very much about um, liberal welfare food stamps children food school vouchers but then when you become rich be like i'm a orange county conservative amanda Mm. amanda listen i get this because i think what you're saying is sometimes when people get older 
they start getting more fearful and they want to protect themselves mm -hmm. above everyone else. And their treasure. And their yeah. treasure. But is that... Is that okay? It's your prerogative to change yeah. as a person. I don't think... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's... it's. I don't think there's anything morally wrong against it. You would just hope that the person isn't changing so much where they, they become evil. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But do you guys know people who have become like full-on conservatives as yes. they get older? Yeah. Yeah. You like do? We know people who maybe have benefited from like government programs in the past and have made a good life for themselves because they had those programs and now they are rich. Are you thinking of one person? Uh, no, like kind of more of a general few people that we know. Yeah. See, um, how you know that's rich? Well, you know, not not like rich, rich, but you know, they're well off and they're yeah. established. And See, I think there is something morally wrong with that because it's like you benefited from, yeah, like these liberal programs. And now that you have what's yours, you're tightening the purse strings and saying, I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to support these social programs that can give other people a leg up like how I got. But people, sometimes people's brains full on change that's when they I get. Rich. yeah yeah but i don't want to pay taxes now right i feel that yeah right yeah like i get but that's because we're poor but that's yeah. the thing it's like it's like i would be more apt to like be like okay with paying taxes as a rich person than i would as a poor person because as a poor person and i'm not poor I'm, i don't want to say poor but as a you know someone who doesn't make a lot of money it's like I get angry and I'm like, well, this is this. Is, I, I get so little. Why can't I keep what I make? Mm -hmm. Whereas if like I made money that I'd be like and if I made enough money, it's the middle. It's the thing where you're in the middle that gets a little mm -hmm. iffy because if you're like a billionaire, mm -hmm. then it's morally wrong because then you're just greedy. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the middle where you've where you could go on either side, you could be like um, comfortable. Yeah, I think that's a sweet spot. Yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, specify. that that like, is very hard because it, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why people change their points of view. I don't know what's, if it's because they learn more or they become more protective of, of themselves. Or, I think people get scared of like not being able to support themselves as they get older because we true. don't take care of the elderly in this country. And so I have seen in my own family, people as they get older getting more fearful that they're not going to have enough. They're going to be sent away to some home. And so they start to get kind of like that more conservative mindset of like, don't take my money, you know. Right. Um, it is hard because how do you calculate how much money you need before you die? How do you? You don't know how long you're going to live. Yeah. Like you can't just say, okay, a million dollars. No, that's a lot. Okay. You can't <laughs> say like I have $20,000 for the next 10 years that's, that's not, not enough a million dollars for 10 years is not enough that's fine if you live in LA that's fine for me I, I'll get a roommate what? <laughs> what what about let me ask you guys this though is it morally okay to be a, a billionaire no yes <gasps> wow. wow talk it out girls let's oh, hear it well okay I I recently was like telling my friend it is not okay that we rely on rich people to change our world. Like, malaria has to be solved by Bill Gates? No. It's Melinda's priority. <laughs> right. It's a woman's yeah. job to take care of kids. She's not doing anything. No. Um, but she's, my friend said, you know, 
no, billionaires can take risks that the tax dollars shouldn't. So like a very crazy program to eradicate polio um, that might work or might not. A rich person should take that risk to like get it off the ground. And then if it works, the government can step in, you Mm -hmm. know, and like with a safety assurance. So I think that's kind of cool. I thought I don't like rich people solving our problems. But then she said, no, they're just taking on the initial risk. But that's also assuming that billionaires are good people like that who right. will actually spend their money on programs. Well, I don't think a lot of billionaires, I mean, no, how many two. billionaires are there? But I mean, some of them do, but also it's like not all of them no. do, of course. So, and then that's more money than they could ever possibly spend. Yeah, yeah. it does get to a point where you're like, what are you, you, what, why do you need that in the bank? You, you know, but yeah. I guess a lot of it isn't in the bank. A lot of it is in like overseas, like Bitcoin. That's right, Amanda. Yeah, a lot of it's in Bitcoin. A lot of it's e-commerce. Yeah. <laughs> just, um, well, this is one thing about the original question is like, maybe we we are all in our twenties, um, so <laughs> so we we haven't seen everything yet. So we're like kind of judging these people in their 50s, 60s who are more conservative saying like, oh, they're so lost. But what if they're like, no, I've just seen it yeah. fail. I've seen my ideals not work and mm. I'm we just we haven't learned yet. They're That's also their good. argument, I think. Mm-hmm. I-, I could see this because suddenly things are starting to happen to me as I get older that I never thought would happen to me. You got like, your period. What? I got my period. No, like, uh, okay, so I recently took a trip to New York, um, and <laughs> if that was it, that was the thing. It was crazy. <laughs> no, but I was, um, you know, I, I, I had my, I talked about this on the, on the podcast before, but I had my first panic attack in the spring. Oh. I've never had a panic attack. Okay. And then since then, it's like opened this panic portal in my brain. Right. So oh, no. now I can sense when one might be coming on. The drum beats. Yeah, the drum beats. And so I, um, I was fine. Okay, on the flight over, I also had kind of a cold. So I might on the descent, my like ears popped really bad. And I was just like, I started sweating and I was just like, oh shit. Like I can tell the first signs of a panic attack are coming on. Um, but I was able to just like breathe and it, it was all fine. But like, and then on the plane ride back as well, I just like kind of have felt a little bit like a little bit panicky, a little bit claustrophobic. Even being in New York for a couple of days, I was like, I started to feel claustrophobic. I was like, I can't see any open expanse. I can't get the lay of the land. Like everything's buildings. There's so many people everywhere. I've never, it's never even occurred to me. I've always like loved that hustle and bustle. And I was just kind of like, oh, I could never, ever live in New York. And that's something I never, ever would have said before. I'm like, I can live anywhere. I actually feel like I'm a person who's like pretty sturdy and adaptable. But I feel like I'm getting, as I get older, I'm getting a little bit more um, like, what's the word like not gentle but like needing to be like tender tender or something Mm like I'm it's just crazy I'm like oh so I understand when there's older people and I see them like oh they don't like to travel or they won't fly now I'm like is that what I'm becoming Mm -hmm. where now I'm kind of like yeah maybe next trip is a road trip (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I understand that vibe of facing like all of these possibilities of wrong things that can happen. And I had that experience on another smaller level when I went to Six Flags because I used to love <laughs> roller coasters. And I went to Six Flags like five or six years ago. And every roller coaster I went on, I approached it with this is the last ride of my life. Like oh my I God. might not make it out of this roller coaster because 
like there's teenagers working the ride. Yeah. Things go wrong and Every time I got on the roller coaster, I couldn't help but think, like, I might die on this ride. And it, it's just that fear-based thing that I yeah. think co- becomes more and more real the closer you get to death as you get older. <laughs> but yeah, which is so crazy that that really does happen. So I do, in, in some ways, feel like, yeah, we can't really judge people who kind of become more conservative as they get older because we don't you always think that you know the most like even when we were in our 20s and teens we thought that we knew more than people in their 30s yeah yeah it is crazy because well the thing with me is which is kind of funny is that i was such a a fearful kid and i mean fearful to the point of um um what do you call it um like you weren't uh, dehabilitated yeah dehabilitation um where i was that now i'm I get out of that more as I get older. So I'm kind of like the opposite hmm. of it in a way where like, like I'll see kids riding like roller coasters and I'll be like, what? Like that is crazy to me. Like I would never, I didn't go on a roller coaster until I was like 19 or 20. Hmm. And by roller coaster, I mean like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now you're a full-fledged coaster head. Yeah, now, now I go. <laughs> There's no. No, no I won't go on um, loop-de-loops very much. I don't like a Six Flags um, roller coaster. Like, I'll never. Like, what, do you, you won't. what do you guys make of like a very rich, no, 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 um, like 200000 a year income? What's that? That's, In LA, uh, that's like that's your like middle, middle class. class. Okay. It was like yeah. an upper middle class uh, couple in their 70s who are so liberal. Like, did they just say... That's hot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did they just say, you know what? I'm sticking with my Peace Corps vibe, you know? Well, there are... I'm always impressed with the billionaires and the really rich people who are like, tax us. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Like, there are those people out there. And I'm always like, that's so cool. But I love, like, to Allie's point, like a, a... a couple like an upper middle class couple in their 70s who are still liberal there's a lot of those people out there and mm-hmm. like i that's what i want to be me too yeah. we have some friends my husband and i who, who they're in their 70s and they're like some of our best friends they're the best amazing also i feel like if you are in your 70s and you're liberal and you're hanging out with young kids and you don't have to worry about hoarding all of your money because those young kids will take care of you eventually yeah. or they'll take your money once you die <laughs> well, that's, that's what right. we're thinking yeah yeah that's, <laughs> keep them close uh-huh. keep exactly them close. yeah but what you don't think it's morally right you think it is morally okay for for there to be billionaires <sighs> i i no i mean honestly no i just i don't know what's i don't know what to do i mean i don't want to yeah. be one that's something. I don't want to be a billionaire. How much money would you guys want to make? I think a billion. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take as much as ten thousand nine nine nine. Um, nine hundred. I want to make. I just want to pay rent, mm-hmm. um, buy like expensive cheese, and yeah. <laughs> like have a nicer whiskey than I've ever had before. Do you guys want to try this um, bourbon whiskey? This Blom Brothers. Um, you you don't want to see us unhinged. <laughs> We can't. <laughs> they're gonna get loose lips. They're a uh, they're a listener. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we bought some of their whiskey. That's right. Oh, 
Oh, that's Love cool. It. Have you tried it, Illinois? Maria? No, you did. Though. I did. I tried a little bit of the bourbon. It was really good. Really? Yeah. The it's Blonde, really the delicious. The Blonde Brothers. It definitely has a kick. Okay, so that's real what bourbon. What kind? What kind? <laughs> a, a sharp kick. Oh my god. So you're saying like, and you want to like, what kind of apartment do you want to pay rent for? Don't you want to own a house? Mm-hmm. You don't mind. Well, don't speaking care. of, uh, we got. LA's premier real estate agent in the house right That's now. That's so true. Yeah. Paisley Gray. That's right. Anyone yeah. is looking to buy a house, you go over to Compass Real Estate, you yeah. find Paisley Gray. Oh, yeah. thanks, guys. And so, she will hook you up. If you have a dream, you. if you have a dream, she has a house. So, <laughs> Paisley, you're working for rich people with rich people buying houses now, right? Like, <laughs> with everyone buying houses you are there okay and so what are you seeing are you seeing i'm i mean i'm seeing a lot of different things my clients are more on the middle class side but to buy a house in la is insane like it's, it's just so expensive class in LA? it's like a million dollar it's a million, house it's a million dollars yes it's that a very normal house tea. like a, a very classic normal house in la is about a million dollars it's ridiculous but it is what Ugh. it is um, but sometimes I'll go, they have brokers opens where um, agents will go and see other agents' houses that they have for sale and, you know, kind of see what's on the market and get a feel for like value for homes. And I'll go to like $25 million homes in the hills and it's just on another level of the things that you would put in a house are insane. And, and, um, yeah, and not to mention, it's like if you buy a house like that, like the upkeep would cost you so much money in exactly. the property taxes. Yeah, so you exactly. Have to be super more rich than you. Yeah, even and think. like with heating and yeah. electric and water. Yeah, and then like some of them have those um <laughs> like the garages where they turn your car around huh? so yeah. you never what? have to like back out of your driveway. Well, you don't need that. That's something you don't need. Yeah, and and then you mileage. think like if that broke, <laughs> then you have to get that fixed. But it's funny cuz I'll go up to those houses and I don't I'm not a personal fan of like modern homes and it's so nice and opulent and lovely. But then I go back to my little place and I love it so much more. Like it's just home. Like I, I don't, feel that there's a need you don't need for it. that yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes matt and i will play this game of like who uh, of our friend group and like people we know would be fun rich people i would huh? so we'll be i think well what we what i always say about you maria is that like you'd use most of your money for pranks and, no like, i would to not do, like you said most of my money yes, yes you said I would you prank. would like send like weird statues out to your friends and yeah like, she's I, not I have to be a, a ups guy you know knock on the door it would be a huge like venus de milo uh, yeah but I I do think you would be good because you'd entertain. So I'd entertain and I'd take everyone on trips. Oh, fun. Yeah. I think I'd yeah. be a good rich person because I like to have parties. You don't think you'd hide it away? Mm, I would probably buy like like a vacation house. And then I think I'd have parties. I have parties now. Yeah, I know. I know you do. You think I'd hide my money away? I don't know. I mean, we'd be smart with it. That's for sure. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we heard it here. Smart. There we go. Whistle. Dog whistle for <laughs> Cayman She's Islands. switching her political party now. <laughs> Green that's, party, that's no longer. My way of manifesting to get rich is to become a Republican <laughs> right now. You've got to. Do you guys think like who? Oh, should we play the game? Who on the pistol shrimps would be the best rich person? Oh gosh. Hmm. I'm gonna say me because I really do think I would thrive. As a rich I think person. you would be great. You're really great at getting people together. Mm, that's true. 
Um, I love, yeah, I could yeah. see you doing a really great group trip. And I, I would also say Ingrid. Yeah, that's why I thought would be great. Exactly. I think she would buy us like really cool like T-shirts with like cool graphics that we wouldn't even oh. yes, know yes, existed. Yes. She would get us really cool skincare products. Yeah, I could she think- she has her finger on the pulse of wow. like trends. Yeah, Ingrid, I think would be really. Or good. Jesse, I think would just buy people shit. She'd like be like, I you need a new car? Here's a car. Yeah. Oh yeah, very generous. I'm afraid Jesse would just get a private plane and fly it around until all the money was gone. (laughs) (laughs) She'd use it all on fuel. (laughs) Or a water bill (laughs) in her mansion. Yeah. Who do you think, Allie? Oh, I thought Ingrid right away. Um, I don't know. Something it it wasn't I didn't think she'd buy us t shirts. I think we're not able to <laughs> I don't know. I she can't has dream a big cool enough. graphic tee on. I feel oh. like she would involve us in that somehow. Yeah. I she'd buy us all subscription boxes for something. So it'd be mm-hmm. every month like God, Ingrid, thank you. Like yeah. I don't know uh, if it'd be natural wine of the month oh, club. Oh god, that'd be so a good. A meat box. You guys <laughs> I don't think you understand. I have been itching to be a certain wealth my entire life. Wow. And I know I'm aware. And I know that that's what she wants. (laughs) It's an itch. Not that I want. It's that I know what I do with it. And I would and I'd be smart. You'd buy a house in the Hollywood Hills and you'd have for a couple years dinner parties. Oh, my God. How did you know? I've listened to the big ones. (laughs) I would I would only live there for a couple years and then I'd go and then I'd go downhill. (laughs) <laughs> to the people <laughs> to the people then I go I'm back I'm back but I wouldn't be really back because I'd be you know so yeah. you would just rent a house in the Hollywood Hills no I'd buy it you'd buy it and then you'd sell flip it. it yeah flip. no I wouldn't flip it Allie <laughs> someone would flip it flip for you flip it for me I if I'm rich I'm living no matter what I'm living by the beach I want to be on the beach oh, wow and you know it gets hazy it gets cold at the beach like people dog on the beach they what <laughs> people dog on the beach what's that's dog on the beach they're like oh my god that's pennsylvania oh the beach through. is so stupid that's yeah. what dogging uh, is right? people dog on oh, it dog on it I just, <laughs> Allie, who dogs on the beach i thought no, that people... meant like shit on the beach or something <laughs> it's hard because some beaches are like dog friendly like a dog beach so it's confusing yeah. um no <laughs> some people just say um the beach is so foggy. Ew. Who said that? <laughs> what a loser. One, one girl I know. Yeah, and it made me so, so mad. Foggy. I lived yeah. at the beach and she said, oh, it's so foggy. And I was like, bitch. Yeah, no, it, it was me. me. I said that. <laughs> no, no I, I, we don't bring stuff up. Paisley and I don't beef. No, no. We, we push that <laughs> we stuff down. That, yeah, it was someone else. It's nice to dream, isn't it? Uh, it is. Yeah. But I'm going to say I'm not changing my my politics. No matter what. No. I'm going to be like the older couple that I respect and love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that you guys won't either. But Amanda, <laughs> you should change since you're already Orange She's County. She's on her way. No, I don't Republican. think so. I'm I'm Orange County conservative, of course. But <laughs> but truly, born and raised so liberal. Come from a liberal family, which I'm so grateful that I was raised with parents. Like my dad, full on, like public defender, protesting the death penalty oh. in the 70s and the 80s. Like so cool. That's so cool. Um, and yeah, so I am very, very proud of my liberal family. That's so cool. Yeah. What a blessing. It is a blessing, truly. Well, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of my liberal family. <laughs> so you guys, we got to do our ask. Oh. Oh, yes. <gasps> By the way, yeah. I I started learning about doing daily affirmations this year and like self-help things. So uh Someone had told me, like, you should be doing a daily affirmation every day and have mm-hmm. it in your mind. And 
I had one, but then it started morphing in my head into you guys telling me to <laughs> like oh and subscribe. <laughs> I, I was, it was something, you know, I had in my head, like, you will have a great day today. Like, you, you, you will, like, have control over everything you do, whatever. And then it turned into, you will subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> But Paisley, you still aren't a subscriber. Oh. Uh, no. no, no. <laughs> I don't. I, I've never been on a, the Patreon website. Don't I don't, don't quite understand it. I've only it's ever okay. uh, experimented with the Apple Podcast app. So and we thank you for that. Yeah. But you guys, like Paisley's saying, or, or do, Ali, do you want to do it? Because you, yeah, you, you can. Get I'm. In there. Um, I just. I. I think if if you're out there, if you're listening right now, and, and you haven't liked if you haven't subscribed if you haven't rated and reviewed you're a garbage truck <laughs> and you're sorry to dog on you but you, you there's there's nothing of moral value inside you but there can be yeah if you make the change mm. you got to make the change now though and there's no time like the present and wasting another minute is 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 despicable it's forgiving the devil time is what it's doing in the mm. devil's hands are, are, are the idle workshop of tomorrow <laughs> so let's get out your phone right now it's already out she knows it is and make the change stop telling them to make the change <laughs> uh i'm gonna read ali that was beautiful Thanks. that truly Thank was ali i feel s- i'm sweating <laughs> It's it feels like kind of good and weird to like bully someone. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Maria did text me the other day. She and and a couple times, you know, over the last months since we've really tried to like hit a certain um, level of reviews. Mm-hmm. Maria's texted like our reviews are so nice. Check them yeah, out. Yeah, they so are. I went on the other day and I read a bunch of our reviews and it really warms my heart. I it's think our nice. listeners are so great. And uh, thank you, everyone who has reviewed. And uh, yes, if you have not reviewed yet, you are a garbage truck. So, but it's not too late to make the change. <laughs> this person says five stars is from MT nine two seven zero five stars. Not just because I was yelled at. Mm. Yeah. Then this person says their hair is perfect, thank and that's you. going back to a Ghost Girls review we once got, where it said, "Oh, oh, look, another TV show with two girls with flat hair." Um. <laughs> And (laughs) this is from Gorgeousity. A man and Maria are brilliant and funny. Their discussions are the perfect combination of careful consideration and fun banter. It's both entertaining and thought provoking. Guests are always great as well. I already love Ghost Girls. Please make more and the complete woman. And this incorporates the elements I love from both those things. Plus some great food for thought. Thank you for the premium content. Oh, thank you. That's really That's heartwarming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should we set? Okay. So we got to 500 reviews, which means we're going to do a live call-in show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll just give out your personal cell phone number yeah, yeah, for yeah. that. And then, so should we set a new goal? Or are we going to? We have to fulfill the first mark. If we first. get to a thousand, I'll. We'll show you our boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you curious, you guys? You hear our voices all day long, but you want to no, know what our girl. boobs look like. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to take a break. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Okay, guys, we're back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Really Alan, was that shocking for it you? It was absolutely shocking. Did you think we went away and got a snack or something like I that? I didn't know what happened yeah we just leave so a little cool. yeah it's so cool it's, it's nuts it's nuts <laughs> being here all right amanda i sent you the the big big one. Oh, thank you and thank this you. is one amanda hasn't even seen yet oh, cool. i i know i can't believe it okay and you sent it to my email huh yeah i okay. did i see it here are you guys ready oh yeah yes it's 1969, and you are a physician at a local hospital in the Bronx borough of New York City. After months of working extensively with the catatonic patients who survived the 1917 through 1928 epidemic of encephalitis, you discover certain stimuli will reach beyond the patient's respective catatonic states. Actions such as catching a ball, hearing familiar music, and experiencing human touch all have unique effects on particular patients and offer a glimpse into their worlds. You come across a drug that may offer a breakthrough for your group of catatonic patients. Although most of your patients have no living relatives, you are able to get the permission of one patient's mother to test the drug on her son. Lo and behold, the drug causes the patient to awaken and experience life as a fully functioning human being. You try the drug on the rest of the patients and the hospital becomes full of life with the awakened patients. But as time goes by, you find that this is a temporary measure and the awakening is only temporary. Each patient slowly begins to sink back into their catatonic state. Is it right to give the patients a taste of what will ultimately be taken away? Is it right to test a drug on someone who cannot consent? What would you want if you were the patient? Wow. So where did, did this from your brain? This is, I, uh, I, I dreamt it and I said, I've got to write it down. Are no, you kidding? No, it's, <laughs> it's from the movie Awakenings with Robin Williams and Robert De Niro. What? It was directed by Penny Marshall. And it's about, it's a real life story about these, in New York, there was this flu epidemic, um, encephalitis, which basically normal kids and stuff got this flu. And then all of a sudden they slowly turned catatonic. And then 30 years later, they were literally now, you know, 50 or whatever. And this doctor came along, Oliver Sacks, I think was his real name, who Robin Williams plays. And he came along and he found that this Parkinson's um, um, medicine could help them because it was like their uh, catatonic state was like one big tremor, basically, is what he he assumed it was. And so he gave the the drug to one of the patients. And all of a sudden, the patient one night literally woke up out of bed and was like walking around. And so all of these these patients started to just be and they were scared because they were looking in the mirror of seeing themselves as old people. And their brains oh were still gosh. children's. It brains? was it was like they had gone away. <gasps> their brains had gone away. 
that was the thing no one so no one knows really because they would respond to certain music they would respond to he'd throw a ball and they would catch it like oh that my. so they had that but if you talk to them they wouldn't talk back to you but then they were alive and well and they didn't know what had happened to them so they were confused it was like they had been just in uh, asleep is this a movie you recently saw yeah i'd seen it before and then i rewatched it um i didn't finish it this last time i watched it because i had to go to bed but it's i got it's a good movie it's really good i want to watch hmm. it. robert I was nominated for best picture and oh. robert de niro was nominated i've yeah. seen like two movies in my life <laughs> are you serious yeah yeah what movies mama mia <laughs> mama mia <laughs> and police academies <laughs> Wow. So it's hard to, yeah, it's yeah. cool to listen to this show because so I'm like, is, oh, what's that plot? Yeah. You know? This is like your entertainment oh, this yeah. podcast. It's like watching a movie and a show. So I'm sorry, you don't watch movies, you watch TV? Um, yeah. Mm. What do you read, She travels read. a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm always on the road. So, so okay. okay. Here, the, the world is her, yeah. her, TV. her playground. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's living. <laughs> okay, this is very interesting. Yes. yes. Thank you. So anyway, n- needless to say, they realized it was a short term, uh, it was a short term effect and they all started to slowly go back into their catatonic state. And so here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining if I were one of those people, what I would want. Like, I, I can't really... Because they didn't know. It wasn't yeah. like they were like, oh, my God, I got out of there. It wasn't like Diving Bell and the Butterfly where they were like there. But did you just trapped yeah, yeah, Ali's eyes went white. <laughs> they were just nothing was there. And it's a movie. It's a oh. it's a. <laughs> it's, Ali had never heard those words no, together. Diving Bell. His nothing. mind is fully functioning, but he, he can't, can't move, move uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And so um, it's very claustrophobic. And so that was not the case in this. It was that they had were completely asleep. But, you know, I mean, right I off. hate to say this on a podcast where this is going to be on record in case I change my mind down the line. Like, just every, make sure you've listened to the whole catalog of the big ones before <laughs> you do anything drastic. But I don't want to live in a catatonic state at all. So, like, please pull the plug or euthanize me but here's the thing amanda that's okay and that's noted (laughs) (laughs) you've got i've got yes yeah but they didn't know what was causing it so they had just so when he went to this hospital there was this group of people that all had this same condition but it was just like no one knew it was from this um encephalitis he was the one that discovered it Mm. so to say like they're always going to be catatonic or like this is incurable they weren't able to say that yeah but like how many years were they like that well one case was 30 years that's crazy the the thing about catching the ball was that before the medicine so they're catatonic but they can just catch a ball yes and no one had realized that until this doctor came along because he was he just chucked a ball in (laughs) exactly he got mad and then it got to the point where he could literally sit them all in a circle and they could pass the ball to one another all of them then that's before the medicine for the medicine and then he's like i think i got something here for these guys and then he didn't know it was temporary he thought this is gonna be he didn't well no one knew it was literally an experimental like it was a wow. hunch he had and is it like a temporary thing where you have this awakening you 
go back into a catatonic state and then you can take the drug again and have the awakening again? I don't know. I don't think that's that's how it works. It's like a one-time thing. I, and I think it was so expensive because they had all these donors of the, the hospital like paying for it, basically. So it wasn't, you know. Oof, that's tough. I mean, I think like, why not? It's only like gonna... I mean, I feel like you you had to do that I, I guess it's like now do you have an obligation to continue to do it you know but do, would you want it as the catatonic like if you were awakened and you were like oh my god i've been asleep for all these years and then you started to go back into your catatonic state would that be worth it it's hard to say because not knowing what what they would be thinking during the catatonic state if they it's have like some sleeping. sort of but if they're reacting to music and things, like, do they know that there's more? You're probably, like, somewhere in between consciousness and unconsciousness. Like the cell. Yeah. With Jennifer Lopez. Maybe Look Allie. at, uh, oh, Allie. <laughs> the cell is a movie with Jennifer Lopez where she's um, in a coma and she's in a nightmare. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, movies are crazy, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm off the bat, although we're getting already pretty deep, I'm just, like, no on all of that. Because similar to Amanda's, like, do not resuscitate that she just did on air. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. <laughs> DNR, baby. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, if something happened bad, it's it's over. Like, let's not draw this out. Let's not. I'm, I'm over it. So do, do you want to be um, euthanized? <laughs> Like me. When? <laughs> like me. Like me. Yeah, whatever you do, I'll do. <laughs> um, yeah. But, okay, so th- this medicine was discovered. Who's to say that a better version of it isn't going to be discovered right. in like five years? Well, where are you at with all this? I don't think I'd want to be woken up and then put back to sleep. Like, I, I don't think I'd, because you, you you know, and I think what they were hearing and, and you know, reacting to music i think it was all a subconscious kind of Mm. and i think it wasn't so much that they were if i was diving bell and butterflying which we explained that clearly you're clear on it if i was that then i would i would be like either get me out of there or kill me because i'm not gonna be someone stuck in the box of my body but if i don't know what i don't know then i don't need you to wake me up isn't it tis better to have loved and lost though to have never loved at all like if you could have a quick little visit with your friends and family i don't think i'd like it so are you dnr no 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 i'm not just, <laughs> Amanda, stop but just, i'm sorry just to be clear no, if you did go into me. a cat you'd like to be kept alive like that if it was clear that i was catching balls that's enough <laughs> Well, if I was catching balls, you'd know something was off. (laughs) Not true. (laughs) How about the question of, is it okay for people who can't consent to that kind of experimentation? Well, I have you guys heard this recent podcast about the man who's in a coma, but no one knew his name? No. Oh, yeah. So the LA Times uh, production. It's wonderful. It's called like Man in Room. Yeah. And his name, they named him like Garage garage 325 why garage um it was all very suspicious but basically he was picked up on the side of the road in a coma car accident and the hospital didn't know who he was no id no nothing and they just kept him in a coma for like 15 or maybe longer years um because they couldn't do anything they didn't know what who he was right then this journalist like 
finds out who he was, contacts his family. It's so nuts. And there's a little conspiracy. But it's called Room 20. Room 20. It's really, but it's interesting because he had no identity. Uh, the, it's just this person. Like, yeah. is, is it even a person if you don't know their name, their identity? It's just like a shell of a person. But there's somebody in there. Yeah. I mean, I do think, okay, so someone's in a coma. They don't have friends or family to consent for them. If your intention is to help this person, then I think absolutely you almost have an obligation to do it if you're a doctor. But if you're just wanting to use someone like that to experiment on, to like test stuff out on, then I think that that's not right. But if you think like I have something that could possibly help them, I mean... I would want that done for me. Even if you don't know the full side effects of it? I mean, I guess that is experimentation. But, um, yeah, I mean, at that point, what's you really have nothing to lose. What about the family? There are families, right? Of the one, there was the mother that was, like, very um, okay with them trying it out. But then most of the other ones had been had it so long that they didn't have any family members or anything left then that's the quality of life at all that's zilch quality of life but you can't just go kill people like they were they were living people it wasn't like they were i know but i'm well i I mean how would you go about and like i can't i guess (laughs) euthanizing yeah but what would you do like at what point would you go okay let's euthanize them now sorry turn the power strip off (laughs) I don't want to go anywhere near the Amanda Lund <laughs> Memorial Hospital. <laughs> this angel of death. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you should euthanize them without anyone's consent. But I think, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think the word euthanize is horrible. But yeah. but if there's medicine you think might help them, you're saying there's a risk that it could kill them. Also, is what you're saying. Well, they don't know. I mean, the thing is, it's like what what outweighs what? Is it the fact that there is the possibility it could cure them, but it they don't know the effects of it, so it could also kill them. It's so hard. I, I'm wondering what your guys' personality types are like in regards to this, because like I feel like I I feel very uncomfortable doing anything without someone's permission. Like even like moving someone's grocery cart out of the way mm. to like get something off the shelf. Like oh. if I don't have permission from someone, I feel very, very hesitant to do it. And you've been stuck in grocery stores for hours. Hours, oh. just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also feel like if I were a doctor, me waiting for someone's permission might just be immoral because I might have the cure. Yeah, I'm I'm totally out of school here. I'm the only untrained improvisational actor. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say the only untrained doctor in a row. <laughs> I'm the only one not in the medical field. I'm I skip grad med school. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> um, but would that help us like? Yeah, figure I, this out? I, I want to do like the straight man portion. OK, you know, what, I have okay. what do you think is going to help us most? What scenario? Maybe the um, okay, when oh, they wake up with the medicine. Yeah. Oh, that could be good. They wake up with the medicine and then we have to explain what we did. Okay. And they're only awake for like, you know, 30 seconds. It's not a day or whatever. (laughs) Okay. So Amanda, do you want to be the patient? Okay. I'll be the catatonic patient. So we, you wake up or would it be best if we did something where it's like we're four doctors discussing like one well, of us why, why don't we do both okay so we can do so i'll be the catatonic patient ali do you want to be who do you want to be, the be doc- your mom the you mom my mom oh, yeah, yeah okay that's good. and then who wants to be the doctor maria well or? i yeah, i think i'm the clear choice right okay so maria's the doctor 
And then maybe Paisley, you could be like the euthanizer. <laughs> yeah, just say the word. <laughs> or actually, Paisley, you could be the mom and I'll just be another catatonic patient. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be the nurse. Yeah, you'd be a doctor. Yeah. Two doctors. Two doctors. Okay, so what if Allie and I are both the catatonic patients and we both wake up? You know, I think it's good if she's the mother because then okay. she can speak from that point of view, okay. which is someone whose daughter has been gone for many years. Okay. okay. All right. I think she's waking. Looks like it might be working. Oh, my prayers have been answered. Ooh. <sighs> Morning. Oh my gosh, Kathy. Kathy, you're kitty cat. It's Hi. you. Ma- Hi, mom. <sighs> Kathy, we're going to give you this mirror and we don't want you to be scared. Why do I need to look in a mirror? How long Just have I been asleep them. for? Here, Doctor, I don't know if that's the first yes, step. The first thing we need to do. Here, Kathy, look. That's not me. Yes, it is, Kathy. That's not me. It's you. You've been gone for a very long time. What did you do to me? I We didn't do anything. Kathy, you've been asleep for 15 years. Uh, we found a cure for this, so you're awake now. We don't know how long it will last. What? Yeah, she's not. She's Yes. Um, but would you like us to do this again? If... if- <laughs> <laughs> in uh, the doctor I, I think this might fail oh <laughs> do you want to go through this again <laughs> Kathy you guys have like, the worst bedside mirror I wake up you show me a mirror Kathy do you want to look in the mirror again oh my okay, god wait. I'm crying Kathy, <laughs> we think it's going to work we've done this for you wait, mom, because we love you and mom. we miss you Okay, I mean, can we just, like, talk for a minute before yes. I have to decide? Okay, but, Kavi, how are you feeling right now? Are you glad we woke you up? I mean, I'm glad I woke up, but you're telling me I'm going to fall back asleep? Yes. Well, th- we that's horrible. Well, it's possible. It's a new drug. We don't We don't quite know. Um, so- do you want this to happen? <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's so wonderful to see you. Oh, I've so been dreaming about this. It's nice that your mom... I've been dreaming about yeah, this. Yeah, so your mom oh, was very mom. adamant in trying this drug out yeah. because she wanted to to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Where's daddy? He and I had a fight and it ended very badly. But um, I'm here. So what what should we do? How long do I have? 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 what? more seconds. So how do you feel? Sleepy. <laughs> okay. I don't think I want to wake up again. Okay, did you get that, doctor? I did. So you you are saying DNR? DNR. <laughs> okay, night night. And scene. Okay. Wow, that was so clear. shocking to lot. wake right up and then have someone say, yeah. "You want us to do it again?" <laughs> <laughs> What'd you see in the mirror? Like, just a, did you even recognize yourself? I did not even recognize oh. myself. That was yeah. horrible. No, that's like too sh- shocking. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. To to wake someone up like that and they are old now, like what what is the point of all of this? And I as the mom I felt sad and just it looked like a mess, like what have I done? Yeah. You know? I didn't feel like this is the moment I've been waiting for. And as doctors mm. it was thrilling to <laughs> it see. Was. It was it was something we never thought we could accomplish. It's just yeah, I just let's God, let's just pray that nothing we never go catatonic like that. So <laughs> 
horrible. Uh, so what is what is final final thoughts? What do you guys to the three questions? Would you want what would you want if it was you? Is it okay to experiment on someone like that without their consent, even if it's for their well being? And is you know it right to wake someone up only to take you know life away from them again? Amanda. Okay, I if if it's between being in a catatonic state and um being if like those are the two options and waking up for a brief moment, I guess yeah. If I'd rather be put down in this scenario, yes, I guess I would want to wake up. Why not? Oh, Even not? you had that experience. <laughs> you want that. that? Yeah, after that, I, it's better than just being in no man's land forever and ever. You might as well try. I'm open to okay. that. I think um, without sometimes you have to make decisions if you cannot get a patient's consent. So I think in this case, it, it's obvious that they're trying to help. They think this is going to help. I don't think it's okay to experiment on people, but I don't think this is necessarily an experiment. I think they really thought it was going to help. And what was the third question? Do I do I, I want it to happen again? Even though <laughs> no, that's Paisley's question oh. to you. <laughs> do you? <laughs> no, the third question was um um how many times would you want it to I guess like what whatever. Is it like right to weekly? do it to is it right to give um someone and then take it away? You're not taking it away, though. It was just an experiment that didn't work out the way you thought it was right. going to work yeah. out. So, yeah. yeah. I actually thought of something. Um, so let's say I'm a new father and my my woman's pregnant. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I get the um, disease, encephalitis, uh-huh. and I'm out. Then she wakes me up to see my daughter. Uh-huh. That's great. I'm so yeah. happy she did that. Like, because I always wondered what she was like. So it's like Amanda didn't have anything to wake up for. No, because where was dad? You know, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. You kept looking for dad. dad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, what if Amanda was like before she died? She was thinking because the cephalitis. I'm. It came on slow, so it's like, oh no, I, I I'm gonna never see my baby, and then you know, wake up and you see your 15 year old. That's amazing. Great. That's great. I would love if you guys had woken me up and showed me like an iPhone. Oh, oh that would have scared like, me. That would have scared really? me. Really? Yeah. Or just like showed me like whatever, a flying car or something. Okay. Yeah. So I'm actually pro now that I think about what you would be excited to see. Because mm-hmm. it was just very scary for Amanda. But, um, you know, it could be happy. It could be a happy time. Yeah. But then so sad to just go back, turn the lights yeah. off again. Mm-hmm. And to know what's happening this time around. Because before it was, you didn't know. But but now you do know. But, but this is what's great about waking someone up even briefly. You could wake them up and then you could say, hey, do you want us? Do you want to die? What? Like, would you rather die or do you want to go back oh, into true. the darkness? And then true. they could decide That's for true. themselves. And depending on what state you live in. Or do you want to do it again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or do you yeah. want to do it again? Yes, yes. That's true. I mean, they might, they the darkness or the sleep. I mean, they're playing catch. They're listening to music. It's, it's a, it's a good life. Might be. In some ways. Easily. Athletically. Yeah. If, if I was going straight back into a catatonic state where I'm not really having coherent thoughts and I'm not thinking about this experience that I just had and I'm not like frightened by it or anything then yeah I guess I would be into doing it especially if I got to see loved ones if it was something where I did have a memory of that happening and I had to live inside my brain just thinking about that moment and not knowing if it would happen again that's just so purely torture i would not want that um and if i were a doctor 
God. <laughs> oh, God. The things you would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, not getting consent from a patient would be so hard. If I had their parents' consent, of course, but... Um, Gosh, I don't know that that's the question that's really hard for me to answer is not having a patient's consent, because as confident as I am in it, what is that even based off of? Yeah, Paisley's spiraling know. in front yeah. of her eyes. She's losing all touch. I'm having a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> She's in New York City. The um, buildings are closing in. <laughs> I'm on a roller coaster. Um. I think I I would ultimately do it just because I'm a scientist and for the sake of science, discovering that. Are doctors scientists? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They sure are, Amanda. They are? Yes, they are. Do you have to get a degree to be considered a scientist? Oh. Like, you like a doctor, you have to have like a doctorate? Uh Uh-huh. And a medical degree. A medical degree. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But like a scientist... How do you become a scientist? <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't know. Like, I don't actually think a doctor is a scientist. Yes, well, medicine are. is a science. Okay. Oh. Okay. Right. But is well, they're uh, not artists. But scientists aren't doctors. They can be. I think like biology is a science. Anatomy is a science. Okay. So okay. Chemistry is a science. Do you need just? A normal college degree to be a scientist. That's what I'm wondering. Do from you have LMU to go as a get scientist? Like some special. Well, I think if you're a doctor, you have to. I mean, it is a science. Medicine is a science, but also you have to adhere to scientific principles. Yeah, yeah. But Mother Nature is also in control. Oh my God! <laughs> so and that's true. that's you in medical school going. Yeah. So what? But <laughs> okay. Well, that was fascinating, Maria. Did you want to give your final answers? Yeah, I think I as a doctor, I think I would do it if I got the if I saw good changes happening with the consent of I would need the cons- consent of one person and then if if the changes were were positive then I feel like I I would owe it to those patients to to give them that opportunity and then if I I would not want to be woken up because I would not want to go back I wouldn't want to be woken up and then taken away so yeah anyway go see awakenings okay I, is it in theaters <laughs> <laughs> it was in 1991 Okay, so now we should go to our Dear Big Ones. So here we go. Dear Big Ones, I was walking into Nordstrom one day at a crowded outdoor mall with my husband and my 10-month-old son. After taking 10 steps into Nordstrom, I found a gift card on the ground and picked it up. Perhaps not worth mentioning, but I have an odd amount of good luck with finding valuables on the ground, mostly money. Anyway, I picked up the gift card and we went into a section of the store to call and check the balance. (gasps) The balance was $495, $495. Upon hearing this, we swiftly exited the store as, a, <laughs> as an unsaid agreement amongst my husband and I that we would be keeping the gift card and not handing it over to an employee to place in the lost and found. After we exited the store, we were a little shocked and giddy. We decided we would abuse Nordstrom's return policy and buy an item or two for as close to $495 as we could get and then exchange the items for cash a few days later and use the money to go to Disneyland as a family for my son's first birthday in April. Uh 
On my way into the store, I saw a teenage girl frantically frantically looking around the front of the store. She swung, <gasps> swung open the door to the E-Bar, Nordstrom Coffee Shop, and I followed. I heard her ask the barista if she left her gift card here from her earlier purchase. I walked out. <gasps> I went along with my plan and purchased two purses from Nordstrom and received a free gift with purchase a small Kate Spade makeup bag. On my way out, I heard her on the phone breaking the news to the gifter. I'm guessing a parent. I don't know. It's just gone, she said. Me, my two purses, and my stone-cold black cart walked back to the fountain where my husband and son were waiting, and we promptly left the South Orange County Outdoor Mall. There you go. April came in as we waited in line for the Nemo ride with a churro, beer, and plush Wally toy in hand. In my mind, we made the right decision. But I have to know, what decision would you each have made? I honestly feel like if it was a $20 gift card, I would have turned it in. Why did $495 feel so life-changing? Thanks. Love the pod. All hail Erio's incredible work, ladies. All the oh, best. Wow. Jaws are dropped. Wow. In here. Um, girl, thank you for listening. <sighs> yeah, thank you. It's for- good that she is. <laughs> but girl, you should have given that card <laughs> yeah. back, girl. You stole five hundred dollars from someone. <laughs> like you, that's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say. We have to tell the truth. That's yeah. like not okay. Yeah. There was a lot in that story, a waterfall of details yes. that kind of just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm someone who returns something when I find it, unless it's like, like no one's around or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, like if I'm in a field. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, like the other day I was coming out of Trader Joe's, putting the bags in my car and then i looked in the basket and i saw the garlic cloves weren't in any bag and so i thought oh my god he didn't charge me for these this thing of garlic which is like 60 cents and i thought to myself should i go back and tell him um Mm. so that's where my guilt lies but uh, (laughs) yeah knowing that there was someone there looking for the thing that you just found here. that that because i mean gift cards might be hard to track and figure out who purchased it i don't yeah. know how that works but if you heard someone saying that they were looking for it it would i i do it got you, i got you girl and yeah and that oh. is a you missed a big i got you girl moment right that was a ability to do some real good in the world and you just skipped it yeah you said, no yeah. thanks and then to be so devious to then buy the purses <laughs> get the cash and then take your family to Disneyland. And then of all the rides, ride the Nemo ride. Right. <laughs> like, but okay, here's one thing for this person in this person's favor. Because um, my cousin has like a boss that's real fancy and gives her all this money, gift mm-hmm. cards and stuff to Lulu Lamal. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like fake money. You know, like the, the boss is just throwing it around. So what if this girl just had like, she gets this all the time, you know, like was she distraught? Yeah, it seems like she was distraught. Allie. It, does. it seems like she <laughs> okay, was cool. running the, through the halls yeah. saying. Or was she just like calling her sugar, sugar mom? Sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And saying like, oh, I forgot. Can you send me another one? Yeah. I, I mean, a, a gift card with $500. What it seems like to me is that this is her mom saying this is a girl who's in college or a young woman. You know, we don't know her story, but mother gives her an allowance to buy a, a new wardrobe for that year. And that's really generous. It sounds like this person, you know, probably has a lot of support from their family. Mm -hmm. And that's nice. 
but that doesn't mean you get to steal from them. I think you have to go back to that Nordstrom. Okay. And you have to stake it out and you have to wait for her to come back. And then you have to find her and you have to give her back that $500. You really do. That is how you make this right. What if she never returns to Nordstrom? That's such a hard... No, she will. If I know her, she will. (laughs) She'll return. I'm also just curious of the uh, concept of if it were a $20 gift card, wanting to give that back. I feel like it might be the opposite, you know, of like, oh, it's just $20. They won't miss it. Now, I'm worried that this person, because sometimes on this show, we talk about freebies. Okay, so freebies uh-huh. are every once in a while the universe will gift you with something that's a little naughty treat like garlic. Like garlic. Yeah, like the like garlic. Little... I could say the garlic, that might be a freebie. That was yeah. no one intentionally doing something. Right. And so, I was already in the parking lot. Yeah. And something to this level, this is not a freebie. This now, is a crime. If you had found the card and you had gone up and you had said, I found this card and they had no way to track it. And then they were like, I guess just keep it because there's no way to track mm-hmm. it. Like, or they could have made an announcement and going like, but you can't make an announcement. I mean, everyone would, yeah, come up. So, but the fact that that person, you were positive that that person came in there. I mean, that's that's not a freebie. That's a little, that's literally theft. But I have just like just to explore the situation. Is this say that this person had swiped the gift card out of someone's purse? Uh-huh. Um. Because she did just find it, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with picking up something off the ground. Is that as bad as literally stealing something from someone's purse? Yes, because she saw the person looking for it and she actively kept it from her. What about if she got the gift card, checked the balance, bought $100 worth of purses and then gave the card to the girl at the coffee shop? $100 are missing, but... There's still 300 there. Is that as bad? <laughs> well, then they go to Disneyland. You know, they buy the tickets. I'm just left scratching my head. She literally oh, is scratching I, I have head. A, I have another question for you guys. What if someone did give you a gift card for a store that you never shopped at and you didn't enjoy? Would you do the same thing of like buying an item and returning it for cash? I think that's okay to yeah. do. But most people don't. Most stores don't even do that anymore. Right. They're such jerks about it too yeah to have like 10 receipts well i also i yeah i actually think that that's like fine because then it's like once you give the gift it's but if it's you, if it's something belonging to you yeah yeah i think that's fine now uh, the other question here is that you and your husband both thought that this was okay right. i was thinking that too he didn't put the brakes on this no at all. no one did and it sounds like you're pretty mm-hmm. pleased with yourself but troubled they wrote in. They did write in. So I think like you must have when you're writing this email, you must have known that we were. She didn't seem to think that anything she did was wrong. She was like, I'm still OK with my decision. Who's but not then? I know, Who's but I, not okay? I think there's something part of you that is. Um, I think there's a part of you that knows that this is wrong. And you wrote in to get a, to get checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because normally here we're on the side of the listener. Yeah. Normally. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because we usually there, you know, there is moral gray area and we can all relate. This is like beyond and you do need to self-examine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've already gone to Disneyland, but maybe you can find a better purpose. Yeah, the churro's been eaten. Okay. 
I, I wonder if the husband wasn't super cool with this and he's this sort of nagging voice in her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, nagging, I guess is the wrong word, like a virtuous voice in her mind. She's definitely troubled. I feel that from he, yeah. they, he, She said they were giddy. <laughs> yeah, that oh was hard. But you see this girl looking for her gift card. I mean, think of on her side, the girl who lost the card. Think of the turmoil she's going through thinking this is a teenage girl. Like that's the kind of stuff that would haunt if that had happened to me when I was a teenage girl. Like that would haunt me for Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically that she didn't spend the money on going to Disneyland, that she spent the money on her kid and maybe hospital bills. Um, yeah. yeah or like school supplies or something mm-hmm. that she couldn't afford and the money actually was life-changing yes for sure is it okay in that case to no. do that no because you're you're at that point even though you found it you're once you see the person who's it belongs to you're now stealing no it's fine <laughs> there's a quote i never did a crime i didn't have to who said mm-hmm. that aladdin tupac you and your husband gave someone were directly responsible for one of the worst days in someone's life yeah also there's another detail in this that is heartbreaking so the balance on the gift card when she found it is 495 the girl left it she was looking at the nordstrom's espresso bar um, okay, so this is what happened. This woman received, this girl got a gift card for $500. She used it to buy herself a latte and then lost it. That's heartbreaking. That is Damn. heartbreaking. Damn. That is heartbreaking. God. So I'm yeah. not trying to, we're not shaming no. anyone, but we're just saying like, just a little wake up call. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not okay. And you should try and find a way to make amends. But how? How could you even? What does she do next? Person writing in has never had something stolen from them and doesn't know what that feeling is. Yeah. And it's so shocking, too, because it's like things get taken and you're always like, who would do that? Like, Mm -hmm. who would who would do that? Like, I've had that happen to me where I left money in an ATM and um, I left 200 bucks in an ATM oh and I God. drove away. This oh is because no. I never go to ATMs anymore. I never have cash on me. And I came back and I saw a guy leaving the ATM and uh, he was looking at me and he he had my cash and he knew I was looking for it mm-hmm. and he didn't give it back. Did you um, ask? No, I was but like, you, it was a yeah. little bit like I didn't feel safe asking, yeah. but I was just like, this sucks. But yeah. it was my mistake, you know, we got to look out for each other. You guys, that's yeah. the main thing. I mean, if you're not helping each other, then you're hurting each other. And there's no good that comes out of hurting someone. You know who said that? Aladdin. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> So just, you know, use it as an opportunity to check in, check in with yourself and, and your husband. You got to balance the freebies with I got you girls. Yes, Maybe lean so heavier true. on the I got you girl. It's so true. That's yeah. the only way to get back into like, And maybe um, get further away from the concept of finders keepers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, guys, this was illuminating. Oh. Thank you so much for being here. No. Allie Paisley. Allie, we'll have you back on again. No, I mean, I just feel like this is it. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, like this is, this show honestly has been so good for my soul. I love listening to it on a plane. It's the best podcast to listen to on a plane. It passes the time. I'm laughing. People are looking at me. I love on a plane. 
I love on a plane. And um, <laughs> the other thing is like, I literally think what would the big ones do? I just had this happen to me with your guys's um, one about the lice. It yeah. helped me oh, so much. Wow. I have to, on, honestly, Amanda, sorry, but I channel Maria more because she's mm. more like hardcore mm. about like morality. She, <laughs> she is like, when I need to be tough, I think, mm. okay, what, what what's Maria? Maria? Mm. Maria say, stop, mm-hmm. leave. So what was the life situation? Um, oh, just like, it's it's not worth, I, I can't really talk about it. I <laughs> but yeah, this, I, I, Ali and I, we listen to the podcast every week. And when we were talking together about a little big one, we kept solving our little big ones together because we've listened to this podcast yeah. so much that we're like very morally centered in our brain mm-hmm. right now. It's all because pretty guys. great. Well, it's not it, about solving it. It's about asking the right question. It's about checking in with yourself. True. And it's all an exploration. Yes. That's all we do. It's like we're talking out these little issues. But I do feel like it does flex your morality muscle and it makes you just take a beat before you make decisions sometimes. Which totally. I think is sometimes all it takes to kind of make the right course now unfortunately this listener with the nordstrom gift card <laughs> they has, took the road they, they took, took the wrong the, road they took the wrong road yeah. but um there's the, always next time there's yes. always they can course correct oh yes uh, absolutely where can people find you you want people to find you online sure sure for me um i have this unofficial clippers instagram it's underscore clippers nation underscore um i don't have the password yet to access the Instagram account. What do you mean yet? <laughs> well, I lost it and it's hard. I don't know. So are right. there any posts? Sure. From like five years ago. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, but it's what, great content though. Yeah. If you follow that, it would be good okay. for me personally. Yeah, and it would maybe good. get you to find that password and maybe start posting again. It would. Okay. A okay. few new followers. Yeah. Paisley. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Paisley, not plaid. And can they subscribe to your newsletter? Yes. Uh, if you DM me on Instagram, uh, you c- you can give me your email and I'll add you to my. It's such newsletter. a good newsletter. It's the best newsletter really I've cool. oh, She like gives a restaurant recommendation, music recommendations. What other kind of rec- and on, then you show your houses that like you're yeah. showing. And on Halloween, she did like all these spooky houses for sale. Like look at the spookiest houses for sale, and I saw one I wanted. <laughs> and like, let's get head. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as always, you can find us at the Big Ones Pod on Twitter. You can email us your big, big ones or your dear big ones at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. And that's that's all she wrote. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to The Big Ones. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.